So I most definitely have been noticing a trend in my own behavior. And it can only be summarized by using an old school idiom. And that phrase is burning the midnight oil. It's literally like 1140 at <laughs> night on a Thursday. And I'm going through all these different things that I did today. And I'm like, oh, man, I totally forgot to leave up, you know, a podcast for today. And I don't want to have to double down, which, you know, isn't really an issue. But I knew that I actually had things I wanted to talk about. And the first one I wanted to do was actually talk about that idiom and to speak on what it's like to actually, you know, stay up until like three or four o'clock in the morning to work to get something done. Um, I feel that me personally, even though I wasn't the best student, like I wasn't a straight A student, I feel as though I work best under pressure. I work best when I understand that the cards are stacked against me or that someone doesn't expect me to succeed or that no one has ever succeeded in this area before. Those are the things that motivate me. So I know that when it comes to burning the midnight oil, it's more of a thing of, oh man, it's due tomorrow morning. I've got to get this done. It's crunch time. That's something that has always been a characteristic of mine when it came down to like my high school career and even partially my college career. I realized that after a while it didn't really work out, but that it's so interesting in this past week. I just noticed that between working a little bit more, the hours at my day job had actually been increased. So it's just like working there and then coming home and, you know, doing the work that I usually do is is really interesting to see how my schedule has shifted around and kind of gone back or reverted back to the way it used to be. But just wanted to let you guys know, regardless of how I'm doing this, whether it's early in the crack of dawn or super late at the end of the day, at the end of the night, super late night, doesn't matter. I'll burn that midnight oil to make sure that I keep my ducks in a row. And I think that you should too. Keep your keep your priorities straight. Do that. Man, I'm getting tired. Whew, stick with me. I know that I often mention the importance of your journey or the importance of your track record or just the things or the steps that you've taken to reach the success that you've come to enjoy. Whether we're talking about, you know, past tense, future tense, you know, a dream that you've had or how you visualize yourself in the future, it doesn't really matter. It just all really cracks down or boils down to the idea that you have to be willing to lay the brickwork. You have to be willing to lay the foundation in which you build your company on or your your story on or, or your um, your brand, your personal brand. How, whatever it is that you're working on, you have to be willing to lay down those beginning steps. Those are the most boring ones depending on your perspective but those are the most boring part that's the most boring part of any particular project like those first few steps piecing together the the things and then it it's, gets easier in my experience later on down the line but it does become hard to organize individuals but i just feel that for any one person's project any one person's goal it's very important for you to be able to lay the brickwork like for myself today um on instagram for the nro supply co uh, instagram page and that is e-n-a-r-o-u-x-s-u-p-p-l-y-c-o nro supply co on instagram on that page i decided to go ahead and redesign the the six photos that i had up there and to actually give them a more specific purpose and to have each of those posts to tell a story that actually gave a little bit more insight into what 2017 was like for nro supply company and the important steps and strides that I intend on taking the brand forward with. 
based upon those, you know, investigations or those discoveries that I made over the past year. It was just very important to be able to say and acknowledge that 2017 was a year of laying the brickwork. Not too many things actually were accomplished. Like when I say that, I do mean as it pertains to physical goods. Like I didn't necessarily create hoodies. I didn't make a lot of hoodies and sell them or I didn't make a lot of hats and sell them. Like it wasn't necessarily a monetary year. It was more of a year of understanding what the brand was, what kind of niche I was fitting into, what my demographic was, uh, perception of, of the work that I was doing. You know, it was a lot of things that I learned from or that I learned over the past year that I've allowed 20 that's allowing 2018 to be the year of execution but it was always very important to understand that you have to take the time to lay the brickwork because now if you were to ask me any question like as it pertains to what the brand purpose is it's much different than it was a year ago because a year ago I was not sure I was very unsure and now that I understand what I intend on supplying to entrepreneurs it's now a fixed mission because of the the finality of the brickwork it's important to know what you want because from that it's like a trampoline to to launch yourself into whatever it is that you're actually desire what you desire it's that it's that launch pad it just rocket shoots you right up there to get whatever it is you were looking for but if you don't have that brickwork if you don't have that foundation you're lost Now, I will most definitely close up this episode by discussing the irony of the fact of me mentioning idioms like burning the midnight oil or laying the brickwork or, you know, developing your foundation. As I'm talking about all these different things, it's very ironic that I'm actually anti brick and mortar. Me personally, I don't like the idea of having a standalone store. It kind of reminds me of that concept of having a castle on a hill. Where it's like, if you have enemies, it's not like they don't know where you are. It's obvious. You're right there. You become a target. Whereas if you were like this this moving, you know, specter. If you were this moving, ever-changing, you know, malleable creature. If you, if you were, if you moved to the occasion, it, it would be a lot harder to keep up with you. Whereas if you had a brick and mortar, if you had a castle, or if you had this you know, very obvious space that you only occupy. It's just like, you seem too obvious in my opinion. You seem like a mark, you seem like a target. And in that way, I've always kind of felt that having a brick and mortar was a trap. Having having a standalone store was a trap. And a lot of people who have started their own clothing companies, they've really jumped into that, I feel, maybe a little too fast. And I, I wouldn't even say too fast because I don't think they should have jumped into it at all. I feel that through the advancements that we've made with you know the internet or with the popularity of pop-up shops or consignment or any of these different things that you could just you know research and find out different ways to get your clothing out there and sold or seen or you know paid for whatever the case may be there's ways to get it out there but it's just that i don't feel that brick and mortar is the way to go in 2018 personally it's just my personal thing I think that people should really be finding a way to avoid unnecessary charges. Uh, and what I mean by that is just to avoid the need to have to pay someone else rent to occupy your space. Like, yeah, of course, you know, this is your company, you own it, and you're always going to have to pay somebody something. But let's just cut down the cost, you know, on some of these things and make it a little bit more bare bones. I know that I'm not the best person to talk about it because my experience is probably about as long as this podcast is, but understand that 
if you just look at it, there's a lot more potential in, in developing small runs of clothing and, and doing pop-up shops than there is, you know, trying to occupy square footage in this store and making sure that, you know, this section here is making a certain amount of money based upon its, you know, square footage and you know, all that stuff. It's very stressful. Whereas if you take a different, a different approach, you can actually alleviate the stress. You can become more of a malleable artist, entrepreneur, business owner. You can, you know, move and you can play more than one card. You can play more than you can play more than one hat. You can do all type of things. But if you get settled down into this old way of thinking that brick and mortar is the way that you solidify your company, I feel that it's a trap. It's a trap and it's supposed to make you feel secure, but it's not necessarily that it does not provide that security. So for me, it's it it kind of it kind of goes down the same vibe of, you know, of like a college education where it's like it does offer you the idea of furthering your potential to make money or furthering your potential to be smarter or a more intelligent human being but it's just the fact that if you look at it it does kind of have that trap aspect to it and if you ignore that part then it's like you're you're kind of being ignorant or you're being naive or whatever the case may be. But when it comes down to brick and mortar, I feel like there's a lot of naive business owners who are now struggling through maintaining the property and not enjoying the enjoying the journey of being the entrepreneur. And I think that that's very, very important. But who am I to say? I'm just taking this day by day and trying to you know pass it to you guys and see what you all think. But in my personal opinion, I think that it's very important for entrepreneurs to not lose sight of the fun part of the growth and the development that comes with being your own venture seeker <laughs> you know it's really awesome to be able to jump out there and to engage other entrepreneurs who are actually starting their own companies and starting their own ideas and turning them into some type of money-making machine it's really awesome to see but I will always be the one well I don't want to say always because you never know I may change in the next five years but I will be the one in 2018 telling that you do not need brick and mortar, but that brick and mortar needs you. Row, row, row.